Hi everyone, my name's Rob Maiolo. Welcome to episode number seven of the Hi Hikiki podcast, a podcast about industry, entrepreneurship, and life from a person that sucks at all three, and I am so fucking sick and tired of the parking spot in my condo. It's like between two pillars, and the fucking parking lot's always full, so I gotta like go up the ass of like a Ford Focus or a Lexus that's across the little hallway from my spot. I gotta go right up there and I gotta reverse and do like a 30 point turn. And I was just trying to park to get up here. And the dude gets out of the Lexus that's in the parking spot across from me and he's looking all nervous. Like, <laughs> I'm like, relax, buddy. I know what I'm fucking doing, right? I've parked here a hundred times. Is your Lexus fine? Is your front bumper okay? Well, then everything's gonna be okay. All right? Fuck. Don't worry, boy. You're fucking be doing you a favor if I hit it. At least you get some insurance money for your fucking 1998 piece of shit. All right? Though you wouldn't spend $400 a month on insurance because you want to drive around with a car with an L on it. Who wears a dress shirt on a Sunday that isn't going to church? Like, I don't know why I'm in such a shitty mood. I mean, I'm actually in such a great mood. Um, just got back from vacation. Um, shit, sorry. Before I do this, um, sometime this week, I am going to finally... Uh, put this podcast, well, I'm going to tell people about this podcast, I'm going to put it on my Instagram so my seven followers can know about it, um, so it, if you, I would imagine most people are going to be listening to, I don't know what I'm trying to say, like most people are going to be listening to this now, because most people are going to know about it now, um, although I'm up to over 100 listens, so, sh- so shout out to the people that have been listening to it, um, if you are, if this is, is your first time listening to it, I highly encourage you to not do what I do, which is just download the most recent episode of the podcast and just start from there. I went into uh, great depths to talk about the origin story of Hakiki, why I started it, why I'm doing this, um, why the fuck I'm doing a podcast, and all of that. Um, I encourage you very much to listen to it, at least the first one, two, or three episodes. Um, if you have done that, then I apologize for talking your ear off. If you haven't done that, uh, shut this thing off and get back to number one. Get back in your place. No, um, I'd, I'd encourage you to go listen to number one. But if you don't, uh, welcome aboard. This is a podcast. I talk about uh, bullshit for half of it, and then I try to talk about entrepreneurship for the rest of it. Um, I stumble through it. I say the word um a hundred times. Uh, I also say uh, a lot. Uh, at the end of this, I'm going to do a, a plug of the week where I talk about something that I enjoy. I'll try and talk about... Um, <laughs> I, I tried to avoid saying, oh, and I replaced it with an um. um talk about Hakiki, the work I'm doing, the products I'm releasing, the content I'm trying to create. Uh, however, today I'm going to talk about uh, the rest... Sorry, let me make sure I'm recording because I'm going to be really pissed off if I'm not. All right, I'm recording. Uh, I'm going to talk about my vacation, which is what I was talking about before, before I cut myself off. Uh, I I appreciate, firstly apologize for not making podcasts the past couple weeks, and I appreciate the people who have reached out, saying, dude, where's your fucking podcast? You're getting soft already? It's only been six episodes. No, nobody said that. Um, I'm the only, I said that to myself, because I'm very self-loathing, which a lot of women find attractive. So I'm gonna keep it. Um, yeah, I was just I was too fucking busy. I was just all over the place. I was never alone. There was always people around. I was on a Kentucky tour. Uh, Kentucky tours are kind of guided tours that go typically throughout Europe. They do them in North America as well, 
where about, uh, let's say, 20 to 50 people get together. Uh, they book all the hostels. They do an itinerary for you. There's a tour leader. Um, you kind of just get drunk and, and do stupid shit together. Uh, so I was on a Kentucky tour uh, across Spain the past two weeks. Uh, and there was always people around, 52 people uh, that were with you. Excuse me. Um, you're all, you're on a tour bus. We went to uh, Madrid, uh, Barcelona, Valencia, Ibiza. I think the last time I left you, I was somewhere in Portugal. Fuck, I wish I was there now. Um, it was uh, so from there. I was yeah, I was in Portimao last time I talked to you. So I stayed there for a couple more days. Not much happened. I went to Albufera uh, for three days, which is along the Algarve coast as well. Um, got drunk with a bunch of people from New Zealand the first night. I woke up, they weren't there, and they weren't there in the morning, like, ooh, because they were from my hostel. Uh, so I never got to say goodbye to them, which is one of the fun and sad parts about, like, backpacking, is you'll meet people, and you'll, like, fall in love and have the best time for, like, seven hours, and then never see them again. <laughs> I mean, now it's a little easier, I added some of them on Instagram, but, for example, the people from New Zealand that I met in Abu Farah, I didn't add them on anything, so I'll probably never ever see them again. Which is sad. Um, so then I went to Faro, F-A-R-O, Faro, not to be confused with Fado, which is a type of music in Portugal. Faro is a uh, kind of small city on the Algarve coast. And I stayed there for one night because that's where the airport is to take me to España. But, uh, and I had a flight at, I think it was 8 in the morning. And did Robert go to bed at 10 o'clock to get ready for his flight and his big trip to Spain? No, he did not do that, person who asked. I got hammered with a bunch of fucking people from my hostel, which is a really cool hostel. It's called Backpackers Asylum. It was kind of like pirate themed. It was really fun. Uh, met some people from Germany and uh, it's funny, people from Germany, if they're from anywhere other then Berlin, they're these quiet, reserved individuals. Then you meet people from Berlin, and they're so outgoing, and you can tell right away. If they say they're German, and they were outgoing and friendly, they're from Berlin. little tip for me to you. Uh, so we went off to dinner, and kind of it's always kind of awkward in the beginning. Um, and then we kind of got some food, got some drinks going. We started making fun of my accent, and then I started making fun of their accent. <laughs> and then after... <laughs> After a few drinks, they um, they just kind of started leaning into it and like really embellishing their accent. <laughs> so we were like, we're at dinner, and all of a sudden one of the girls goes, "Does anyone want some onions?" Yeah, <laughs> which is just not how she talked. But um, she was doing it for my benefit, so thank her. Um, then we went out to some really weird kind of warehouse, uh bar where they were selling paintings and there was arcades but then there was a DJ with a dance floor and then these weird kind of I don't even fucking know like these dolls with like these dolls sitting in baby chairs with like a a, a candle like on the baby chair just like lighting up their face and no one else seemed to be off-put by it. So I was just like, I guess that's how they do it here in in Faro. Uh, so that was a good time. That's my favorite part about traveling is you meet people and 
two hours later, you're sharing a meal with them. And three hours later, you're walking into a street you've never been to, going to a bar you've never been to, listening to songs you've never listened to, having a great time, and then bam, it's over. <laughs> um, it's you, kind of the rise and fall of, of fun and freedom. It's, it's awesome. Anyway, had that fun night. Of course, went to bed at 3 in the morning, slept for a handful of hours, got up at the airport, went to Spain, uh, had a day um, in Barcelona before I joined the tour. And that day is when I f- was the day that Anthony Bourdain died. And uh, that was a real kick in the balls. Um, I don't usually get sad when celebrities pass. But uh, but Anthony Bourdain was a real beacon for for dreams. And he was a real beacon for going out and doing what you want. And not being afraid to travel alone. And to walk into bars by yourself and talk to people out of the blue and try new foods and try new drinks and visit cities you never thought you'd visit. And to just really kind of go out and be who you want to be and do what you want to do and and really not give a fuck what anybody else thinks. Uh, Anthony Bourdain uh, taught me a lot about myself, which sounds weird because I've never met him. But a lot of the travels and adventures that I've had was not because of him, but I felt more comfortable doing it because of his attitude and his philosophy on travel and and adventure and being yourself and being who you are and, and food and wine and just everything. Um, and again, it's, and it sucks that he was gone. It sucks that he's gone. And uh, so the day I found out, uh, I went on... Um, I went on a little journey in Barcelona and uh, just just walked into bars and walked down the streets, uh, Walked went to some craft beer place where they made their own IPAs and then just did what I, the best I could to talk to bartenders who, if they spoke English or not, or talk to servers or the person beside me. And there was, I was walking down the street and there was a music show happening and I just walked in and this lady was playing um, this uh, she was playing music on her guitar, just a one-woman show, and got out of there and just walked to the next bar and to the next restaurant and just became really purposeful with it. Just like, not just looking on my phone, like, you know what I mean? Just but walking down the street and looking at people in the face and eating food and thinking about how it tastes and having drinks and thinking about how they taste and the, the feeling and the atmosphere and just really like feeling really alive, like a kid in the playground is the best way I could describe it. Just feeling really alive. You know when you're when you were playing soccer uh in the playground and it felt like it was the World Cup, you just felt it. That's uh that was my night in Barcelona. And um and and, and it was 100% because of Anthony Bourdain. Um so, you know. Yeah, I guess God rest his soul or what I don't know what the fuck you say, but uh yeah, it sucks that he's gone. Um, so then I went to, I had that night in Barcelona, then I joined the Kentucky Tour, and the Kentucky Tour was just balls to the fucking walls. Like, it was just, like, up at 8 in the morning, go, 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 and then in bed at, like, 2 o'clock if you're fucking lucky, more like 4, 
and then just keep going, keep going, keep going. Barcelona is a dream. If you ever get a chance, get out there. Um, from Barcelona, we drove to some town I can't remember, but it was just the 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 port um, to Ibiza, Ibiza. Um, when I was in Ibiza, I saw uh, David Guetta at Pasha, and that was something I wanted to do since I was a kid in high school. Um, I listened to Pete Tong. Uh, I still listen to Pete Tong uh, every Friday on Radio One, and uh, he talks. He's kind of talks about the the events that are going on, and he goes to Pasha a lot. He goes to Ibiza a lot, and so do a lot of the big DJs. And he would talk about the experiences, and I would watch the YouTube videos, and I would just think, man, I would fucking love to get out there. It was the same feeling when I went to Ministry of Sound in London, but six years ago now. Uh, and I got there at like 11:30, and I stayed till seven in the morning, and I waited till those fucking lights turned on, and they kicked everyone out. I was not leaving until they kicked me out. And I loved every single second of it. Bottles of water were 15 euros. Um, and if I drank alcohol, I knew I wouldn't have made it all night. So I had a, I would go to the bar every three hours. I get a bottle of water and, uh, and a can of uh, Pepsi or like a bottle of Pepsi. And it was 22 euros for both of them. So like 30 Canadian. And I would stand at the bar for 15 minutes and I would drink both of them. And I would go to the bathroom and then go on the dance floor. And I'll do that for another three hours, and I'll come back, and I'll rotate all the way from 11 a.m. 11 p.m. till 7 a.m. And I loved every goddamn fucking second of it. It was the most fun I've ever had at a club. Um, I kept losing my friends and didn't even give a shit. Like I wasn't. <laughs> I don't want to sound like a jerk, but I wasn't there for them. I was there for the experience, and it was just, it was incredible. Ibiza is an incredible place. If you ever get a chance to go, bring your money because it's not cheap, um, and bring your liver because it's not easy. But um, You'll have a great time. Uh, so three nights in the... Be- I just skipped over <laughs> what could have been about 10 hours of stories. But I'll fucking try and keep it moderately PG rated and, and, and plow along. Uh, went back to mainland Spain. Went to uh, Toledo. No, went to Valencia for a night. Uh, that was very short-lived. That's where they invented paella. Which is a Spanish kind of rice and uh, vegetable and typically seafood uh, dish you can put meat in there as well or you can have a vegetarian or whatever so had some good food there the world cup was going on that was when spain was facing portugal sun exciting 3-3 tie the t- there were tvs just in every bar people watching on the street just every bar was packed you just kind of like kind of stand and like look through a window and kind of like edge around a pillar you don't realize how many bars are in a pillar until you're trying to watch a tv <laughs> it's fucking everywhere um did that for a night. Toledo f- for an afternoon. Toledo is a very like underrated place that no one talks about in Spain, but it's absolutely gorgeous. Kind of like old town Spain. Uh, then went to Madrid. Uh, Madrid was okay. Uh, stayed there for a few nights. Um, the tour ended. I stayed there an extra night. Uh, watched England in the World Cup. A couple stragglers from the Contiki tour were there. Um, and yeah, that was it. Three and a half weeks in Europe. Uh, thanks to everyone in Ar- Ireland. Um, I wonder if they're still listening, if Jack and Mickey are still listening. Uh, Ireland, uh, of course, Portugal. Um, Lisbon's an incredible city. Make sure you guys go if you ever get a chance. Uh, and then Spain. Uh, everyone that was there, that we, that I partied with, that helped me out, that I talked with. Just every single person, whether you hear this or not, uh, thanks for making it an awesome three and a half weeks. 
Um, thanks to my boss for giving me three and a half weeks off because that was one of the big questions I always got is how I got three and a half weeks off. And I said, because I have an amazing boss, in case he's listening, an amazing boss that cares about his people more than he'll ever care about himself. I just have to take a drink of water to uh, clear my mouth of the bullshit. Um, <laughs> no, I'm joking. I have a great boss. Um, so yeah, now I'm back, bitches. And uh, it's Sunday at 9.30, East Coast time. And uh, the clock's ticking to go back to work. And you know what? I'm not, I'm not dreading it. I'm not dreading it. Because I felt, and this is me trying to convince myself, slash being kind of honest. I'm not dreading it. Here's why. So on fr- when I got back, I got back on Wednesday. On Friday, I went to a work party. And I just felt so pumped to see the people and to take all the experiences and the culture and the learnings that I got and kind of bring that to my day job now. And I'm actually like, for the first time, like I came back from vacation, I feel like my batteries are actually charged, uh, which is part of the reason that I don't, I don't like going to resorts. I feel like I wouldn't recharge the batteries. I feel like I would just get lazy and then have to like shove my ass back to work again. Uh, so yeah, I feel really kind of invigorated and it, I don't know if I talked about this before, but it, it kind of helps recalibrate my life almost. So I like, because I spent almost a month away, it's going to help me appreciate the 11 months that I'm here. The same way that the 11 months that I'm here makes me appreciate the month that I'm away. I couldn't do what those Australian guys were doing in, in Lagos. Where they were on, they were traveling the world for seven months. I couldn't fucking do that. I would feel like too much of a bum. I was gone for three and a half weeks, and I felt like a leech on society. Because I, I feel I got, I maybe it's just me. I feel like I got to earn it. I feel like I got to go out and put in the hours, earn the money, eat fucking ramen noodles, save, then go out and go on vacation and fucking have the fruits of the labor, not just. I just go out and get drunk in Ibiza and, and have a good time. I'd make a shitty rich kid. I really would. Um, although I think I'd I think I'd learn pretty quick. <laughs> um, yeah, so so I, I feel really pumped for tomorrow. Um, I feel really uh, grateful for the experiences I had and the and the, the adventures I went on and the people I met and the things I've learned and the stories I'm gonna now be able to tell. Uh, fuck man, I just I wish more people would do it. I really do. People who are interested, there's nothing sadder than someone who's interested in traveling and doesn't go traveling. That's, to me, that's the saddest fucking thing. Because traveling is like, like, I'm, I don't do a video podcast so you can't see what I'm doing, but I have my hand out. Like, it's in, it's so easy. It's in the palm of your hand. It's like, the easiest fucking thing you'll do is go out and travel. But the problem is just people, I don't know, man, people just make excuses for why they can't travel and it's. Like, I remember talking to my buddy, who's like 24, and I told him I was going on this trip. He's like, man, that's something I wish I did. I'm like, what? You wish you did? You're 20 fucking four years old. What do you mean you wish you did? This guy's talking like he's 70. Even if you are 70, go on a fucking trip. Um, so that's, to me, that's really sad. Um, I also wish my buddies who didn't give a shit about traveling went out and and traveled, because I think you'd learn a lot, I think you'd have a great time, um, but, uh, you know, 
not everything's for everybody. So, so I'm just grateful that I not only have an interest in traveling, but get to do a ton of it, got to do a ton of it. Um, now I'm pumped to get back on Monday morning, get, get the commute going, put my Jersey on, uh, and get to work and try and crush it. Um, in terms of Hakiki, so I was originally, so I have a new, the last beard, the the last beard oil that I plan to make, the last release, um, I guess you'll be the first ones to to hear about it, it's called, uh, Viking, sticking with the Viking line, the scent is faded, um, and it's made with hemp oil, uh, hemp seed oil has a ton of the vitamin E antioxidants, uh, omega-3 fatty acids, uh, Three, six, and nine fatty fatty acids that um, the argon oil has, um, but it also kind of plays on the fact that what was supposed to be July first, uh, Canada's legalizing marijuana. So I got the Viking redesigned to look like he's stoned, hence Viking faded. Seems like he's faded. Is that a? I don't know if that's like a Scarborough or like a a hip hop term. Faded is that like a mainstream stoned term? Faded. I don't know. Um, I lost my train of thought. Yeah, so I so I did that. I got I got the labels and everything, and I was ready to go July first. Uh, but they pushed the release date to October seventeenth. Um, so which means I am going to have to uh, get something else going. So I think I'm going to start getting the packaging done on the lip balm because I feel like it's pretty good as far as the recipe so i'm gonna get the lip balm going um i'm making i'm in the process of making a pomade i'm gonna get my buddies uh to try it out uh tyrone and kevin if you're listening uh get your hair ready because uh, 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 I, th- I think i've got a half decent recipe for pomade so i'm gonna get that out as well hopefully have both of those out before october october have the the beard oil released and then hopefully get a couple more products out in November and December. And then January 1st is 2019. Like I said before, 2019 is the year of selling. So I'll have all these great products, the beard oil, the beard balm, the lip balm, the pomade. Um, and then hopefully uh, maybe an aftershave or or something else. Um, and then once I have those, let's, let's, let's try this selling thing. Uh, let's knock on every barbershop in the city and, and see what sticks. Uh, until then, I have a lot of kind of R&D and product development to do. Uh, so that's kind of what I'm working on this week. Uh, I'll get on Fiverr and uh, and try and get some package design going. Um, get someone to make some labels. And uh, let's, let's see how those work out. Um, that's going to lead right into the plug of the week. Uh, plug of the week this week is Fiverr. A website called Fiverr. Uh, F-I-V-E. I think it's double R. Uh, dot com that puts you in touch what so fiverr is a website kind of like a marketplace that puts um freelance workers in touch with people who need freelance work so um that's where i found the guy to make uh the viking logos that's where i found someone to actually print the labels for me and, and mail them out to me um there's fucking everything on there there's guys who can photoshop there's guys who can do graphic design um, there's guys who can do video design, there's guys who can do audio, um, there's people who will help you with search engine optimization and other search engine marketing uh, tactics, uh, there's like everything, everything freelance is on there, uh, so if you need freelance, head to Fiverr, 
Um, if you do freelance, head to Fiverr. That's a great uh, kind of marketplace that can get you some new clients. It's uh, it's awesome. Everything's really affordable. Uh, you get to see people's work. There's reviews. Um, I've never been steered wrong. So uh, that's my plug of the week, uh, Fiverr.com. Uh, something I wanted to say in the beginning that I forgot to and I'm going to say now, uh, whether you've been listening to this podcast for the past seven episodes or this is your first one, um, I highly uh, my ask of you uh, is to go on to iTunes and leave me a review. Um, most people say, uh, if you have a if you like our podcast, go on and give us five stars. No, fuck that. If you think this is shit, um, give me one star. If you think this is awesome, give me five stars. If you think this is okay, give me three stars. However, more important to that, um, my ask of you is to write a very detailed um, description as to why you hate. Um, why you're indifferent or why you like the podcast. Um, stars are great, but reviews really help. If you hate the podcast, I really want your review so I can understand how I can make this better. If you love the podcast, I really want your review so I can understand what to keep doing. And if you're indifferent about the podcast, um, tell me why. Hopefully I can swing you to a five star. Um, I really appreciate everyone listening. I really appreciate everyone surviving or uh, supporting and surviving. It's nice that you're alive. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, that's all I kind of I got for you this week. Uh, now that I'm back, I'm going to keep doing this again, hopefully every week. But uh, I'm not going to waste your time if I got nothing to talk about. I'm not going to be like that dude at the bar that just talks to girls and has nothing to say. I'm going to fucking keep it relevant, kid. I'm going to keep it relevant, and uh, and I'm only going to be on here if I have something to say. Uh, so I'm going to try and do this every week. And in that case, hopefully I'll talk to you next week. Uh, regardless, thanks for listening. Take care, and we'll talk soon. Bye.